Welcome. I'm so glad you've chosen to join me today in my story corner, because it's been a long time since I've recorded a new story, and I wouldn't ever want to get out of practice of doing something that I enjoy so much, which is sharing stories with you. I got such a sweet note from one of my listeners today who especially enjoyed some of Beatrix Potter's stories. So I thought I'd just travel back to her world and read one of the dear little animal stories that I had not recorded in the past. I also chose this one because I have been seeing so many squirrels in my yard digging around, planting their nuts so that they'll be there in the wintertime. I bet you've seen a lot of that, too. And that's what this story is about. It's about the tale of Timmy Tiptoes, a squirrel. It's by Beatrix Potter, and I hope you'll enjoy it. So get your ears all tuned in to listen and your imaginations ready to picture the story of Timmy Tiptoes by Beatrix Potter. Once upon a time, there was a little, fat, comfortable gray squirrel called Timmy Tiptoes. He had a nest thatched with leaves and the top of a tall tree, and he had a little squirrel wife called Goody. Timmy Tiptoes sat out enjoying the breeze. He whisked his tail and chuckled. Little wife Goody, the nuts are ripe. We must lay up a store for winter and spring. Goody Tiptoes was busy pushing moss under the thatch. The nest is so snug, we shall be sound asleep all winter. Then we shall wake up all the thinner when there is nothing to eat in the springtime, replied prudent Timmy. When Timmy and Goody Tiptoes came to the nut thicket, they found other squirrels were already there and already busy. Timmy took off his jacket and hung it on a twig. They worked away quietly by themselves. Every day they made several journeys and picked quantities of nuts. They carried them away in bags and stored them in several hollow stumps near the tree where they had built their nest. When these stumps were full, they began to empty the bags into a hole high up in a tree that had belonged to a woodpecker. The nuts rattled down, down, down inside. How shall you ever get them out again? It's like a money box, said Goody. I shall be much thinner before springtime, my love, said Timmy Tiptoes, peeping into the hole. They did collect quantities because they did not lose them. Squirrels who bury their nuts in the ground lose more than half because they can't remember the place where they hid them. The most forgetful squirrel in the wood was called Silvertail. He began to dig, and he could not remember. And then he dug again and found some nuts that did not belong to him. And there was a fight, and other squirrels began to dig. The whole wood was in a commotion. Unfortunately, just at this time, a flock of little birds flew by, 
from bush to bush, searching for green caterpillars and spiders. There were several sorts of little birds, twittering different songs. The first one sang, Who's been digging up my nuts? Who's been digging up my nuts? And the other sang, Little bit of bread and no cheese. A little bit of bread and no cheese. The squirrels followed and listened. The first little bird flew into the bush where Timmy and Goody Tiptoes were quietly tying up their bags, and it sang, Who's been digging up my nuts? Who's been digging up my nuts? Timmy Tiptoes went on with his work without replying. Indeed, the little bird did not expect an answer. It was only singing its natural song, and it meant nothing at all. But when the other squirrels heard that song, they rushed upon Timmy Tiptoes and cuffed and scratched him and upset his bag of nuts. The innocent little bird, which had called all the mischief, flew away in a fright. Timmy rolled over and over and then turned tail and fled toward his nest, followed by a crowd of squirrels shouting, "'Who's been digging up my nuts?' Who's been digging up my nuts? They caught him and dragged him up the very same tree where there was a little round hole, and they pushed him in. The hole was much too small for Timmy Tiptoe's figure. They squeezed him dreadfully. It was a wonder they did not break his ribs. We will leave him here till he confesses, said Silvertail Squirrel. And he shouted into the hole, Who's been digging up my nuts? Timmy Tiptoes made no reply. He had tumbled down inside the tree upon a half a peck of nuts belonging to himself. He lay quite stunned and still. Goody Tiptoes picked up the nut bags and went home. She made a cup of tea for Timmy. But he didn't come, and didn't come. Goody Tiptoes passed a lonely and unhappy night. Next morning, she ventured back to the nut bushes to look for Timmy. But the other unkind squirrels drove her away. She wandered all over the wood, calling, Timmy Tiptoes, Timmy Tiptoes. Oh, where is my Timmy Tiptoes? In the meantime, Timmy Tiptoes came to his senses. He found himself tucked up in a little moss bed, very much in the dark, feeling sore. It seemed to be underground. Timmy coughed and groaned because his ribs hurted him. There was a chirpy noise, and a small striped chipmunk appeared with a nightlight and hoped he felt better. It was most kind to Timmy Tiptoes. It lent him its nightlight, and the house was full of provisions. The chipmunk explained that it had rained nuts through the top of the tree. Besides, I found a few buried. It laughed and chuckled when it heard Timmy's story. While Timmy was confined to bed, it 
almost enticed him to eat quantities of those nuts. But how shall I ever get through the hole unless I get myself thin? My wife will be anxious. Just another nut or two. Let me crack them for you, said the chipmunk. Timmy Tiptoes grew fatter and fatter. Now, Goody Tiptoes had set to work again by herself. She did not put any more nuts into the woodpecker's hole because she had always doubted how they could be got out again. She hid them under a tree root. They rattled down, down, down. Once, when Goody emptied an extra big bagful, there was a decided squeak. And next time Goody brought another bagful, a little striped chipmunk scrambled out in a hurry. It is getting perfectly full up downstairs. The sitting room is full, and they're rolling along the passage. And my husband, Chippy Hacky, has run away and left me. What is the explanation of these showers of nuts? Uh, uh, I'm sure I, I, I beg your pardon. I didn't know that anybody lived here, said Mrs. Goody Tiptoes. But where is Chippy Hacky? My husband, Timmy Tiptoes, has run away too. I know where Chippy is, the little bird told me, said Mrs. Chippy Hacky. She led the way to the woodpecker's tree, and they listened at the hole. Down below there was a noise of nutcrackers and a fat squirrel voice and a thin squirrel voice were singing together. My little old man and I fell out. How shall we bring this matter about? Bring it about as well as you can and get you gone, you little old man. You could squeeze in through that little round hole, said Goody Tiptoes. Yes, I could, said the chipmunk, but my husband, Chippy Hacky, bites. Down below there was a noise of cracking nuts and nibbling, and then the fat squirrel voice and the thin squirrel voice sang, For the diddle dee dum day, day diddle dum dee, day diddle 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 dum day. They were having such a great time singing and cracking those nuts. Then Goody peeped in at the hole and called down, Timmy Tiptoes! Oh, fie! Timmy Tiptoes! And Timmy replied, Is that you, Goody Tiptoes? Why, certainly! He came up and kissed Goody through the hole. But he was so fat that he couldn't get out. Chippy Hacky was not too fat, but he didn't want to come out. He stayed down below, and he chuckled and chuckled. And so it went on for a fortnight, till a big wind blew off the top of the tree and opened up the hole and let in the rain. Then Timmy Tiptoes came out and went home with an umbrella. But Chippy Hacky continued to camp out for another week, 
although it was uncomfortable. At last, a large bear came walking through the wood. Perhaps he also was looking for nuts. He seemed to be sniffing around. Chippy Hacky went home in a hurry. He was not about to stay around and see what that bear would do. And when Chippy Hacky got home, he found he had caught a cold in his head, and he was more uncomfortable still. And now Timmy and Goody Tiptoes kept their nut store fastened up with a little padlock. And whenever that little bird sees the chipmunks, he sings, Who's been digging up my nuts? Who's been digging up my nuts? But nobody ever answers. And that is the tale of Timmy Tiptoes. Maybe next time you see a squirrel digging around in the yard, you'll think about Timmy and all of those other little squirrels and the way that God has made them so smart that they know about storing food for the wintertime and that God does such a wonderful job of taking care of all of his creatures, including us, his very own children. I hope you've enjoyed this story as much as I've enjoyed reading it to you. And that you'll join me again in Aunt Blanche's Story Corner.